Podcasting from a sex writing cave somewhere in the middle of the internet, this is The Smut Lancer Show, a weekly podcast where we discuss writing about sex and getting paid to do it. The Smut Lancer podcast is hosted by Kayla Lords and Molly Moore, two sex bloggers who have more ideas than they have time in the day. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. The Smut Lancer podcast is produced weekly, except during those times when we finally admit we need a mini vacation. Show notes are found at thesmutlancer.com. When you're ready to take your smut lancing career to a new level, join the Smut Lancers community on Patreon. For as little as $5 per month, you can ask questions, get answers, and interact with both Molly and Kayla and an entire community of other people who create content about sex and want to get paid to do it. Head over to patreon.com slash thesmutlancers. That's patreon.com slash thesmutlancers to learn more. Hello there. It is I, Kayla Lords, back for another Smut Lancers podcast by my damn self. But that's okay. Uh, Molly and I will be together in another episode soon enough. Um, This week, if numbers are hard for me, but if my numbers are right, we're on episode 77. And I'm talking about the power of, some people will call it a morning routine, but I feel like that's a little limiting. We'll call it a starting routine. This is not about the routine you follow when you're getting work done, whether that's blogging or it is um, recording your stuff. This is not about that. This is about what you do to get yourself ready to begin. For some of us, myself included, that's a morning routine. For other people, it'll just be the thing you do. Maybe you're doing it midday. Maybe you have to do it after a full day of work. You come home, you have to gear yourself up to get started for basically your second job. Maybe your third or fourth. It depends on how many things you have going on. Um, and so this that's what I'm talking about this week. Um, and the reason being is that it is something I'm currently doing. It's something that I've done in the past without realizing I was doing it. Um, and I have noticed when I don't do it, I feel more chaotic. I feel more stressed. I feel more overwhelmed. And so, yeah, it's something that to the best of our individual abilities for what works for us as creators, I think it's good to have a routine that starts your day or your work or your creativity. So let's talk about that. So the first thing um, is I think that it needs to be something that you either really enjoy doing or it has to have a component of something you really enjoy doing, something you find energizing, something that helps you get into the mindset that, okay, now I'm going to work on this thing. Um, I am not above bribing myself uh, to get to a point where I'm doing something on a day when I'm like, oh, I really don't feel like doing this today, but you know, you need to do this, Kayla. So get your shit together and let's do, what am I going to do? I bribe myself with coffee. I also bribe myself with, you know, if you get that thing done, you can do something fun later. But since we're talking about starting or morning routines, I bribe myself with coffee. So um, the other thing that I think is important to know about these routines is that we are not seeking perfection here. Some people can do a thing every single day. Every single day of their life, they can just get into that routine and they can they can maintain it. I am not one of those people. I have found that if I 
don't take a break or allow myself to have a day where I go, no, I'm not doing that. Then I start to feel deprived and then I start to rebel against my own best intentions. That is not helpful. So I think it's important to do it as often as it makes sense for you, but also cut yourself slack. If it's been a rough day and you're barely standing on your own two feet and now you're facing two or three hours in the evening, um, trying to get your blog taken care of or trying to record something or trying to write your book or whatever it is you're doing. And part of your routine, no matter how much you enjoy it or how necessary it feels, part of it slacks off. That's fine. Uh, we're, we're not here out here trying to, to find perfection. No, no, no. I'm a recovering perfectionist. We're going to go with progress, not perfection. Um, the other thing I would say about why this is important is it's about creating habits. Um, I keep reading things about habits and I want to read even more things about habits because habits are the backbones of everything we do. Um, habits are our minds on autopilot. And so that's a great thing when it's a good habit. It's a habit you want to have. It's something that um, helps you achieve whatever it is you're trying to achieve in life. And that is really bad when <laughs> it's a habit that's a little self-destructive, that doesn't actually serve you, that can sometimes make your life less great. Um, so anything we can do to get ourselves into positive habits, I'm, I'm here for, um, resources on habits. The one I, I really am gravitating towards right now is pretty much anything by Gretchen Rubin. The four tendencies is amazing. I don't know why I don't own that book yet. Um, because it breaks down, um, your ability to form habits based on personality types, but not the typical personality types that you might've heard of before. Um, and so if you see yourself in a specific personality type, she then says, okay, based on this way of moving through the world, this is what you may need to do or to have in order to form these habits. And these starting or morning or whatever you want to call them routines are nothing but habits that we're trying to form. Um, some of them I found for myself were things I was already doing. I just wasn't thinking about it in terms of it being a routine. I wasn't thinking about its place in my workday, in my workflow, in my process. Uh, and some things are things that I added as part of the, I want to do a little bit better and change some of my habits in 2020. And so these are things that I said, I am going to do them and I'm going to do them in this order as part of my morning because I think that will be a positive thing for me. So far I'm recording this on the 17th day of January and so far yes it has been positive. Um, do I think it will be that way forever and ever? Maybe not and that's when we'll adjust but for right now it seems to be working. So those um, are some of the things that I'm thinking about when I'm talking about these routines and why I find them important. Um, oh, one other thing, I did not put it in my notes, but it's one of my new favorite phrases, uh, is also habit stacking. So I do not know where the concept comes from. I've heard it from a few, couple of people that I follow um, who talk about being productive or talk about, you know, morning routines or, you know, achieving the things you want to achieve in life. And they talk about you know, you've got to sometimes change your habits and change your routines in order to get to that place that you want to get to. And habit stacking is a fascinating concept to me where basically you are 
grouping habits together to essentially form routines. Uh, and I'm a routine girl. I love a routine. It makes me feel calm. It makes me feel less overwhelmed. My anxious brain says, yes, when you have a routine, you know what to expect. The downside to this is that when something throws off my routine, I can throw off my whole head and I can become anxious just because the plan is now gone awry. Uh, I'm better about that than I used to be. It does not throw me off quite as bad as it once did even a year or two ago, um, but it is still something to consider. It's another reason why I try not to be too rigid with my routines because if I can get comfortable um, throwing my routine out the window every once in a while, then when life does it to me outside of my own control, I want to believe I'll be able to handle it a little, a little bit better. So habit stacking is grouping things together. And there's a couple of ways I've heard it described. One is if you're forming a new habit to basically stack that habit with something else you're already doing. Um, so in my case, I want to go to the gym uh, at least a few days a week. Um, and the easiest way for me to do that is to do that after I drop the kids off from school in the morning, um, because I'm already in the car, presumably I'm dressed because I'm in the car, um, and it's a mile up the road. It's very, very close. It's very easy to get to. It's just easy to do. Um, I will have to rethink this plan once they're out of school for the summer uh, and spring break uh, in just a couple of months, but that's where we're at right now. It's working. The other way to stack habits is a little bit of what I'm doing with my own morning routine. Um, there are things I want to do each day that I think will help me stay calm, stay focused, feel good about my day. And so I'm putting them all together to do them kind of not all at once, but in sort of a pattern or an order so that by the time I sit down to work, I have done those things that I wanted to do that I really think will be good for me and they're already done and they're done before I start my day. So my day started with a focus on what is important to me. Now in this case, in this specific routine I'm talking about, this is my morning routine most mornings of the week. Uh, I cut myself a lot of slack on the weekends. Weekends to me are meant for sleeping in, thank you very much, um, and then, random days, like the day I had to take my car to the shop at 8 a.m., I did not do all of my habits that, you know, all of my routine that day because taking the car to the shop to get fixed was the priority. Um, but for the most part, this is most of the time. And by grouping them all together in that kind of habit stacking and setting the basic time of day for them, in my mind, I've already blocked that time out. That's what I do then, and even if I don't get it perfect every time, I get most of it done and I feel good. And ultimately, that is why I think having a routine that you use and follow to the best of your abilities before you start a work day, before you start your creative projects, before you start your side hustle, whatever it is you're working on, whether you're like me and you start at, you know, nine o'clock in the morning or you're having to come home from the day job and start in the evening, or for you, it's a weekend only thing. I really think that um, these can be beneficial once you find the routine that works for you. The routine should not feel like a job in and of itself. It may be a little, um, I don't wanna say stressful. There may be some added, for lack of a better word, we'll go with stress, to try to 
figure it out and get into the habit. But that's why I said at the top, it should have some element of something you really enjoy about it so that you're looking forward to it, which is why I bribe myself with coffee. Part of my morning routine, it's like the last really little bit of my morning routine is coffee because that works for me. Um, so if for you it's a cup of tea, then it's a cup of tea and that's gonna be part of your routine. If it is um, a little sweet treat to, to eat or if it's a little thing to, you know you're gonna watch a five minute video on YouTube or whatever it is that just makes you happy, fit it into this routine because then that gives you something to look forward to for your routine. Two, it makes it a little bit easier to go after it and to try it and to develop that habit. Because the thing about habits it's because a habit is just our brain on autopilot. When we're trying to develop a new habit, our brain is like, what are you doing? This is, this is a lot. I have to remember this. And this other thing I don't have to remember, but you're making me work for this. And sometimes there's resistance. So my routine, because I work from home, because I work for myself, because I control from start to finish my entire schedule, my routine is sort of spread out. Okay. Um, some people may find that it's easier to have like a good 15 minute routine and that's uh, all they need. Some people might like to have a more spread out routine. And really, if you're kind of doing the same things in basically the same order every time before you start your blog work or you start recording or you start writing or you start doing whatever it is you're doing, um, you're already in a routine. Maybe you just, you have to reframe this as, oh, this is part of my starting routine. And for some of you, that will be the routine of finishing the other part of your day first, putting the kids to bed, getting your homework done if you're, you know, in college, um, finishing up at the day job, cooking dinner, like whatever it might be for you, that you can conceive of that as part of your routine because you have to finish that first and then you can move into the other part of your routine. So this is what my routine looks like, and it could change. The mo I'm getting better at realizing that the moment something doesn't serve me anymore, I need to change it. So I will keep doing this for as long as it works, and then when it does not work anymore, I will change it. So uh, Monday through Friday on a school day, I wake up at 6 a.m. It is the earliest I can make myself wake up. I have tried. I've tried to be the 4 a.m. girl. I've tried to be the 5 a.m. girl. I have been the 5 a.m. and the 5.30 a.m. girl, and I don't want to be that girl anymore. I'm already looking forward to summer break when I get to be a 7 a.m. girl. That's a good, good time to wake up for me. So Monday through Friday, I wake up at 6 a.m. I brush my teeth, go to the bathroom. I brush my teeth. I put my gym clothes on, and I have really cute leggings and really cute tops and up. Uh, you know, cute little hoodies and cute little sports bras that I got cheap, 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 so that I feel good when I put my clothes on, even though I'm thinking, I don't wanna do this, I just wanna lay back down in bed. But I don't give myself the choice, that's how I start my day, and if I'm in my gym clothes and if I'm dressed, I'm going to the gym. Um, then I stumble out into our living room. Uh, by waking up at six, I have approximately 30 minutes before the kids have to wake up. Uh, the oldest one wakes himself up. The youngest one, I still wake up. It's, you know, a nice little gentle morning wake up. We get a hug. We get a cuddle. We start our day. In that space of time, I'm drinking water and I'm reading. I added reading to my routine because I love to read, but I was finding that if I had a busy day or a busy week, I could go a couple of weeks without reading anything, whether that was 
fiction reading for pure pleasure or nonfiction reading for, you know, furthering my education and learning new concepts. I just wasn't getting it in. And so when I was reflecting over the holidays and reflecting on what I wanted 2020 to look like, I said, reading is very important to me. I always feel very relaxed when I've read. I've got to fit this in somehow. And this is where it right now it fits best. Now, there are many days that I will get done a little earlier. I'll get done with my day on time and I may still read in the evening, but I don't feel any pressure to. I don't feel like I have to because I didn't earlier. I've already done it. I was reading at about five after six in the morning until about 630. It was great. Sometimes I can even sneak in another 10 or 15 minutes while the kids are getting ready. It's wonderful. Once, you know, once all that's happened, the kids are up, they're dressed seven o'clock in the morning, we're out the door, I'm taking them to school. By 7.30, everybody's dropped off because of course there's two different destinations and I'm headed to the gym. Now at the gym right now, I'm being really gentle with myself. I've had a lot of back pain, I've had a lot of ankle pain, I've had a lot of knee pain. I'm just walking slowly on the treadmill for right now. And mostly I'm doing that to just build the habit. I'm hoping by February, um, I'll be, I'll feel ready to go, okay, what do we wanna do that's different to turn the gym routine specifically into something that I see other benefits from, whether it's uh, adding strength or I, add, you know, pick up my pace and increase my stamina or whatever. Get done at the gym around a couple minutes after eight, usually, if everything's clicking along. I'm five minutes from home, so I come home, I take a shower. While I'm at the gym, I'm listening to podcasts, which makes me happy. While I'm taking a shower, I'm finishing listening to podcasts. Take my shower, get uh, dressed, finish up my podcast. By the time everything is done, it is anywhere between 8.45 and nine o'clock. My official start time for work is nine o'clock. So I sit down, get myself, I'm dressed, I'm ready. I've got another cup of water because I say I bribe myself with coffee, but we're still not at coffee yet. And yeah, I know I'm still not at coffee at this point in the day and we're at nine o'clock in the morning, right? And I sit down and then my final thing before I get into the business that is Kayla Lord Smutlancer, as I go through my planners, I have a lot of planners this year. Um, I do a daily, it's called a daily intellectual devotional. It's a secular devotional where I read something educational one page a day, every day for a year. It's been kind of fascinating. You learn little tidbits of information. I think today I read about the Parthenon. Uh, the other day I read about an Egyptian queen. It's very interesting. Um, and they're literally just little bite size one pagers that are just have a little bit of, I could go on Jeopardy. No, I could not. I would not win Jeopardy, but I could, you know, it's that kind of stuff. Um, and then I go through a mood tracker that I purchased. I found at the bookstore. Um, and it has a couple of habit trackers in it. I use my bullet journal where I have some habit trackers and I check my calendar for, oh, do I have phone calls today? Does a child have an appointment somewhere? That's where I keep that. And then I have a business planner that I'm using that I'm in love with that actually allows me to calendar block with paper and pen instead of doing it digitally. And I go through all of those things and anything that's a habit that I'm tracking, I color in or I don't if I miss something. I write things down, I check for dates. I make my to-do list, which I have a I master to-do list in multiple places, digital and analog. And every day I put my official that day's to-do list on a sticky note. 
put it where I can see it on my um, laptop keyboard, and that's when the day begins. And if I have all of that done by nine, great. If it's closer to 9.15, fine. My journal stuff, I've already in the two weeks or so since I've implemented this, that's a five minute thing most days. It really does not take a lot of time. It's just a matter of remembering to do it. Um, in the past, so I'm recording on January 17th, in the past like 10 or 12 days since I started this, um, one day I forgot that that's the first thing I do when I sit down, regardless of what time I sit down, forgot to go through my planners and it threw me off. And it was midday before I finally went, oh my gosh, I need to go do my planners and look through them and read my daily thing. And oh, I, I just didn't even think about it when I sat down. And it's funny because there's nothing magical about going through my planners or reading this little bit of um, uh, academic trivia or whatever each day, but it is calming to me already. It is part of my routine and my brain is already starting to learn, hey, wait, when you do these things in this order, you are ready to work. And, and I think that because I had that one day where I threw it all off. That is part of the reason my whole morning was thrown off. I just didn't feel right. I didn't feel ready to work. I felt like I was constantly behind and rushing to keep up. I wasn't, but that's how I felt. My day still got done just fine. So um, that is a very long, complicated routine. And I did not expect anybody to ever follow anything that long and drawn out. It essentially starts when I wake up at 6 a.m. and it goes until about 9, 9.15 at the latest, and that's when my workday starts. Um, but it's also filled with things I really enjoy. I'm reading a book, love that. Right now I'm reading a lot of fiction and I'm really loving that. Um, it's, you know, going to the gym, which, even on the days when my brain goes, you know, you don't really want to go. My body goes, bitch, get to the gym. You need that 30 minutes on the treadmill. Just go walk. It'll be fine. Plus your leggings look cute and they make your butt look cute. So just go. We do what we do. We have to tell ourselves these things. Now I mentioned my coffee. Where the hell's my coffee? I am working on intermittent fasting because that seems to work for me as long as I don't get too obsessed and obsessive over it. And so my probably the thing that really brings my day to a start and my routine to a close is that by 10 a.m. I'm drinking coffee. Um, today, the day I'm recording, I um, had to talk myself into going to the gym. I did. I felt good that I did that. I had to talk myself into drinking my water. My brain was like, oh, I just don't care. I just don't feel like I went, nope, nope. You drink your water. You it always you always feel better after you drink some water in the morning. Just drink some damn water. You'll be fine. And when my brain went, I don't want to wait till 10 o'clock for coffee. <laughs> I told myself that because I made myself go to the gym and because I made myself uh, get water, uh, drink water when I didn't really want to, when what I wanted was a coffee, that yes, I could have coffee earlier. And these are the ways I talk to myself to keep myself going on the days when my brain is like, you know, you don't really want to keep going. So just, just do what you want to do. Even though these routines work really well for you and make you feel good, screw that, you know. So there is a lot of introspection that has to go into creating these routines and maintaining these routines. There also has to be some flexibility um, in the creation of the routine and the implementation because what sounds good on paper might not at all work in real life. Um, 
And I don't want anybody to try and model a three hour routine off of what I do. Um, there's just so much kind of dead time between when I wake up and when I start work that I wanted it to be structured to a certain degree, but also to be filled with things that are either good for me or things that I really want to do um, and wasn't finding the time anywhere else in my day. Um, I start my day most days much more relaxed than I did in 2019. Already I can feel it. I feel good about going to the gym. I'm loving that I'm reading my book. Sometimes it's really hard to put the book down. I'm like, but but my book, I want to, I want to read, I want to read my book. Um, <laughs> so that, that, those are the challenges. But if you can look at the time that you have to, before you start your day or your evening or your creative process and find a routine that you feel good about, that helps you relax, that has something in it that you really enjoy that's going to make you or help you at least look forward to doing it. I think it can help many of us ease into our work. Um, it tells our brain, Hey, Hey brain, it's time to work. You did all that pre-work stuff. You did your beginning routine. Now you're ready to work. Um, and so far I have felt more focused during my day. There's been things that have still derailed me two hour, uh, phone call with the IRS one hour and 50 minutes of it was on hold, but you know, who's counting, who's counting. I'm not me. I'm not mad. Um, there, those things still exist, but I do notice that at least at the beginning of my day, when I follow my routine, I'm more productive. I'm more focused. I feel better about it. I feel more in control of what I'm doing, which is the biggest irony we're living our best smutlancer life out here, whether it's part-time, whether it's a side hustle, whether it's full-time like it is for me, and we can still feel out of control and feel like things are happening to us instead of us directing our own lives. And I'm not immune to that. And this for right now is helping me feel much more in control. And that ultimately is why I recommend some kind of starting routine, whether it's morning, evening, weekend, night, I don't care when you're working, but some routine from five minutes to however long you need uh, to help you live your best Smutlancer life. And so I'm going to end it there. Uh, I would, I feel like I, I want a sticker for this. I made notes so I can stay on track and I mostly did. We, we have some, some goals for 2020 and one of them is to stay the fuck on track. Um, that's it for me this week. And next week you will hear from Molly and Michael. They're talking some tech stuff. So make sure you tune in for that. I'm going to be listening to that one too, because they're telling me something I don't want to really think about, but I need to think about. So, uh, I will talk to y'all in a couple weeks. Bye y'all. Mm -hmm.